What is up? What is up? What is up, y'all? It is another day, another time, and another week for Will Talk Monday. Yes, yes, yes. And y'all are now officially tuned in to RTMW, which stands for Will Talk Monday Weekend. We had a podcast on Friday. We had a podcast on Saturday. And tonight, tonight, I am just so honored and privileged to have my older sister up here with me, Miss Alina Walker. What is this? Hello. Hey, hey, hey. So y'all know how we started off. We're going to start it off with a little bit of the theme song. And then we're going to get right into these questions, y'all. Let's go. All as i said y'all we have in the building on tonight my good friend and my sister miss Elena laurie how are you doing sis I am doing so good, little bro. I'm so happy to be here with you on today. I'm super honored. I'm just excited. Yes, yes, yes. So y'all, for those of you who've been living under a rock and may not know who this woman is, I'm going to let her introduce herself right now, and then we'll get into these questions. Let's go. All right. Well, uh, first, everyone, hello, hello. Um, welcome to Real Talk Monday. Uh, I'm super excited. My name is Alina Lurie. Uh, I am an American international recording artist, singer, songwriter. I'm also a pageant queen, an actress, and a model. Um, and also, I um, go under my name, Alina L. Walker, which many of you guys know me by as well. Um, uh, but I'm just so excited to be here, and I can't wait to hop into these questions with my little brother. He's just so amazing, so phenomenal, such a heavyweight, such a powerhouse. And um, to have me on here, I just feel incredibly just honored. So, Sis, I'm honored to have you on here, like, for real, y'all. For those of you who may not know, C and I have been cool for uh, probably a good year or more now. And I'm just so grateful for the opportunity to get to know such a powerful woman such as this and call her my older sister, like, I can call her for anything, and I guarantee you she has my back. And I really appreciate that. Absolutely. So let's get into these questions. How did you get started into music? How did you get started in music? Absolutely. Well, great question. So I actually got started in music at the age of three. Um, That is when I started singing. So (laughs) I wasn't professional yet. But uh, when I was three years old, I started to really sing out. And I would say by age nine, uh, my parents started really looking closer and was like, you know, I think that she has something with this music, with this singing. And so um, I knew in my heart it was what I wanted to do. Uh, Even when I was a little girl growing up, people would say, what do you want to be when you grow up? A singer. 
What do you want to be when you grow up? A singer. What do you want to be? A model, a singer, songwriter, act, everything, you know? So I've always known what I wanted, but I began becoming professional in music about 11 years ago. Um, and so, yeah, that's that's how I got started in music. It was something that I knew that I was created to do, um, essentially. And I know it's something that God put there, number one. Um, but I started, I would say, singing at three and professionally in music 11 years ago. Yeah. So you've been doing this for a while now. You've been doing this oh, yeah. for a while. Okay. Oh, yeah. So what is some of your, like, favorite memories as far as being on stage singing? What is one of your, like, most favorite memories? Gosh, you know, I would say it arranges because um, I've had the opportunity to sing on many different stages. Um, I would say in particular, one of my most memorable uh, moments was actually when I did the Hawk Alley tailgate about two years ago, just in particular, because, you know, COVID hit and it just messed up <laughs> all of us artists up, you know, because everything mm -hmm. closed down. But um, I had the honor of singing at the Hawk Alley tailgate. Um, shout out to Justin Smith and his beautiful wife, Jelena Smith. Uh, but just being out there with all those hundreds of thousands of people and being able to sing the national anthem was just so amazing and just so surreal. Um, and so I would say that was one of my most favorite experiences and just getting all the love um, from everyone and especially being in my hometown of Seattle, Washington. Um, I would say that was my most favorite uh, performance, I would say, on stage. Okay. So what when did you start writing music, per se? Like, I know you've been singing for a while, but when did you start writing your own mm -hmm. music? I would say in 2009, it actually started, I was uh, attending Central Washington University um, and uh, my next door dorm mates uh, had, you know, their garage band and their music and they were kind of experimenting and they knew I was a singer um, because they knew me uh, of me from high school because I sing in high school and things like that, went on to college. And, um, and so they were like, hey, like we have a song we'd like you to sing on. So it was totally experimental. And I was like, okay, well, let me just hop in the booth, I guess, the dorm room. So I just walked across the hall, went over there, and they had told me about a song called Am I Scaring You Away? Um, and so I said, okay, well, let me hear the lyrics. And so um, I began to write to it. Um, a friend at the time, Ben McBride, had uh, wrote the part where it says, all I know is I wish I knew the outcome before uh, I got myself into the situation. And so when they were kind of talking to me about the song, I began to write from there. Um, and I began to write. And that song in particular was coming from the aspect of when you have feelings for somebody and you put yourself out there and they do have feelings for you, but maybe your feelings come on a little too strong and you don't mean to, and you feel like it is possibly scaring the person away, even though that was not your intentions, because you just want to let them know like, hey, like, I'm into I'm you, right? You. Yeah. I'm really feeling you. And so um, I would say that that's when I started really writing. And then in college, I just kind of started hopping on people's tracks, you know, call me over to the dorm room. Hey, can you come hop on my track? It's lit. Or hey, like we're performing at the little club downtown in the, in the city. Can you come sing? Um, and then, you know, the rest was history regarding me writing. And um, yeah. I feel that. I feel that. So it's like, it's always been in you, basically. Like, mm -hmm. you've always been writing. Yes. Yes. Oh, and also shout out to Nick Myers as well, because he had created the music for that one. So shout out to Nick Myers and Ben McBride. Just wanted to say that. <laughs> okay. So who, 
what some of your biggest influences as far as singers wise and as far as modeling wise but mm -hmm. we're talking about your music right now let's go into that first who were some of your biggest influences yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So first of all, I would, I'm going to have to give you like, there's like four or five okay. of them. Okay. So like my top three, I would have to say number one is Mariah Carey, Whitney Houston, Lecrae Moore, Diana Ross. Um, also Selena Quintanilla. Love her. Um, Aaliyah, Dana Houghton. And uh, I'm trying to think that so far. And also I, I love Yolanda Adams. She's also been one of my greatest music influences coming up. Uh, but those were like my, I would say my greatest music influences for sure. But Lecrae is like, I feel like he's like my brother, like for real. Um, he's seriously like, I would say him, Mariah and Diana and Whitney, they're like, Right yeah, there for me. Um, yeah, would, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But I would I would definitely say where I am right now, it would be more hinging towards I would say Mariah Carey and Lecrae. I would say Anna and Diana Ross. Yeah. Okay. I could see it. I could totally see it. <laughs> and Whitney, it's hard. There's too oh, many. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. Too much. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, because there's a lot of great artists out here and I, I'm telling y'all, give her a couple of years and somebody's going to be saying Alina was one of my greatest influences. Because Man, this yeah. girl is one of the most hardest working women that I know as far as putting out stuff. I'm looking up and she always got something new out. I'm like, oh, okay. So my sister's dropping a video today. Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, she's back in the studio recording again? Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Like... <laughs> No man, thank you. And you you stay grinding. I'm like, man, he's killing it. He's killing man. it. I'm excited for those spin awards. They haven't happened yet, right? No. Speaking okay. of which, let's take a quick commercial break because you just right. went right into it. And y'all, let's, let's take it. a quick commercial break and we will be <laughs> right back. All right. Hello everyone, it's Alina L. Walker and I'm here to tell you right now to stop what you are doing and go to the Spin Award website and vote for Real Talk Monday as the podcast of the year. And while you're at it, go ahead and vote for my dear friend and brother, James Glover III, as podcaster of the year. This podcast is so life-changing and they have put in so much work to make a positive change. They have discussed so many wonderful topics and have dedicated their podcast and their show to uplifting and furthering others. So go ahead and go to the Spin Award website and vote the Real Talk Monday podcast as podcast of the year. And again, vote for James Glover III as podcaster of the year. I love you all and I'll see you guys there. Bye. That song right there is fire, fire oh, for real. Thank you. Thank you, little bro. 
No, thank you. You all, let me tell y'all real quick before we get back into these questions. Let me tell y'all how awesome my sister is. I hit her up for that video for the shout out for the spin awards. Within 20 minutes, I get a message back with that video right there. That's how hard that she rocks with me, and I appreciate that. Y'all, also, side note, before we get back, y'all have until tomorrow yes. at midnight. Midnight right. tomorrow is the final time to vote to get Will yes. Talk Monday, myself. Also, another show from the guy from Reverend J.C. Three Ministries is up for the same awards as I'm up for, the Godly yes. View is up for the same thing podcast of the year and podcasters of the year so you have unlimited voting unlimited voting so tonight and tomorrow i need y'all to go on there as much as y'all can as much as y'all can and vote 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 please please and we would appreciate it yes yes especially yes and like i said y'all this one right here is just a real one for simply just taking out her time out of her day to even come on this so right here and bless us with her presence uh so another question that we have for you is did you always know that you was going to be at the level that you're at right now as far as music and everything that you're doing um i would say yes um because you know it's one of those things where you're like, I, I would hear people say that they always knew and that they were born with it, that inner knowing. And for me, that was the case for me. Um, you know, I just remember again, just always sensing that there was something greater on my life and in my life with music and being in front of the world. And so for me, it just has felt like second nature. I think that now, did I expect the journey that I've gone through? No, of course not, right? Because you have expectations and things that you think that it is, um, or you watch TV, or you follow some of your favorite stars, or you read magazines, or you watch television, or whatever, you study the books, and you think that, okay, yeah, it's going to happen like this just for me, and that's not how it is. And so for me, yeah, I, I, I would say that I am... I expected I would be where I am. Um, I definitely am excited to keep climbing. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, I, I would say that I I expected it for sure. The journey, no, but I expected it to be where I am here. Yeah. Okay. So why don't you tell them a little bit about this journey? Because mm -hmm. a lot of people, let me be real, especially with you and me, they see <laughs> the finished product. They just see right. what we put out there. They don't see the sleepless nights. They don't see the hours that you put in to make sure that things are perfect yeah tell them a little bit about the journey real quick yeah absolutely i mean i think that you know you said something very important that people tend to see the finished product but they don't see what happens on the back end of your life um people don't see the times where you're not online the times where mm -hmm. you are struggling the times where you are you know, hoping that somebody will listen to your song or that, you know, people support you or the process of realizing that, okay, wow, like this is not what I thought it would be. 
um, you know, so for me, essentially, um, as you know, many of you guys know, like, um, I'm a believer, I was raised in the church, mm -hmm. um, you know, and so singing there was really the main thing for me. Um, I am a worshiper at heart. Um, and I, you know, created music for the Christian genre for about eight years. Um, and I realized after doing that, that that's not really where I belonged at. And, um, and it was unfortunate, but it had to happen that I came to that realization because I know that where I belong now is not in a box. And so my journey has been me coming to terms with, hey, like, you may have had ideas of that's what the route you were going to go, but actually that's not how things are going to go for you because you have gifts and talents that reach everybody. You're not just in the box. You don't just sing to Christians. You sing to everyone. You write about love, life relationships. You write about things that people go through. You are a real woman. You have feelings and emotions. And so that's for me. I'm much happier where I am now because I have the power to write what I want and also music that everybody can relate to. And it's not that I wasn't writing music that I wanted before. I love all my music. I don't regret any of the music I created because it came from the heart. But I do understand how I was limiting myself to that genre, um, unfortunately, and closing myself after reaching a lot of people and just having people appreciate my art and my music. Um, and so that's been an interesting journey. You're always trying to figure out, OK, where do I fit at? Right. You're always trying to figure out, do I fit yeah. here? Do I fit there? You see many different, beautiful, amazing artists and talented artists. And then you realize that, wait a minute, like okay like i actually have to go out here and be myself like you know what i'm saying like we all are inspired by different artists like i named some of my um, favorite you know inspirational artists but i've had to realize that i have to be myself i have to unapologetically be myself in this industry in this world in this life and i have to create the music that comes from my heart that I'm given, I have to just do me all together. I, if I want to change my hair color, I'm going to do that. I don't care. If I want to have my nails as long as I want, if I want to just stunt in my Come outfit, or whatever, like I have to just be me. I have to just be me. I love being joyful, all those things. So along my journey, learning that the way I am is just fine. And I don't have to look like somebody else. I don't have to sound like anybody else. And I actually have something that I have been given to give the world. And my name means light. So when I learned that Alina means light, um, it really brought a whole different perspective for me in my journey. Cause I was like, well, wow, like, man, because even when I was necessarily, I thought, well, I was in a really dark place. I still had a candle that people were seeing. I still had a light that people were seeing. And so I realized, okay, well, that's the light that I know has been put within me. Um, and so, yeah, like that, that's, that's been my journey and it's, it's been tough, but it's been worth it. Like it's, it's totally been worth it. And, and, you know, there's ways that, you know, that you're definitely on the right track. And I would for sure say that I'm on the right track where I am. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm smooth. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like I can honestly say the same thing with the step that I went through to mm -hmm. get where I am now. It was like, it was trying sometimes, mm -hmm. and, but I wouldn't trade it for anything now. It's right. Like, now that I know the lessons that I know, I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, now I understand why I had to go through that because exactly. it didn't do nothing but propel me to right mm -hmm. where I needed to be. Exactly. So I appreciate it now more than I did before. Absolutely. And I think what I appreciate about you too, bro, is that like, I love that you, the content that you create, everybody again can relate to it. 
You know, I love that you're very balanced and healthy um, and you're thinking and just how you move and navigate. And I really appreciate that Um, because I think that also some people don't always understand why you're doing what you're doing and why. Um, And then sometimes the perception that people have of what you're doing is skewed, but they don't really understand why you're doing what you're doing. But you know why you're doing what you're doing. Just like I'm I'm trying to do something that reaches so many. I got something for everybody. I got something for the older the mm-hmm. younger, the women, I got something for Everyone. everybody. So it's like, yeah. if you don't like PRL, okay, maybe PRL isn't your thing, but yeah. I got Will Talk Monday for you. Okay, That's Will right. Talk Monday isn't your thing? Okay, cool, but I have the godly view over That's here right. for you too. That's it's right. like, take your pick of which one that you want, because mm-hmm. sooner or later, nine times out of 10, one of those three mm-hmm. is gonna fit you just perfectly. Exactly. Exactly. And I think too, transparency is something that you definitely bring as well. Fresh transparency. And I, and I believe in that, even in my music, even in my journey of sharing, I'm just like, Hey, like, I really don't have, have the, the bandwidth to try to explain to people why I'm doing what I'm doing. Cause as you know, like transitioning again from to a different genre, I'm now pop R and B everyone doesn't understand that. Right. And they have their own perceptions, people who, you know, followed my music previously and, and uh, shout out to many of you who still rock with me as well. Um, everyone's not going to understand it. So I've had to just come to terms with it. I have to just, I have to walk forth and I have to do my thing. Exactly. And Touch the world. what I appreciate about you more than anything is the fact that you're not afraid to step out of that box and do what God has called you to do. And my thing is, my next question to you would be, how hard was it for you to make that transition from gospel to pop and R&B? Like, did you get any backlash? Because like you said, you started off doing gospel, but then you went into pop and Uh R&B. Absolutely. Well, that's a, you know, I, that's a really wonderful question. You know, well, it's interesting too, because um, first, let me say shout out to my mother, who's my manager. She's so amazing because she already saw it before I saw it, like years in advance. And, you know, she's always known. Moms. Shout out to mom, Mama Ruth, if you're watching, shout out to you. Because when I first decided that I, I can't, I don't even want to say necessarily that I, that I decide, I did decide, but I do believe that there are times where God will like, he knows you're not going to move. So he's going to go ahead and move you for you mm-hmm. and shift the direction. And I came to point and I talked to my mom and she was pretty much like, yeah, I was waiting on you. <laughs> exactly. You know, look, I was, cause she already knew. And so, and then I had to unpack a lot of things that I had in my mind that people had put on me, like perceptions of, you know, what I should look like, talk like, sound like, and things like that. <laughs> and it was hard. I was like, oh my gosh, like, am I doing something wrong? With it? And it's like, you know, no. You know, just um, becoming who you are, and exactly. Not right, right. So that transition was difficult because I realized I'd unpack a whole bunch of stuff that was not even mine to begin with. But it's mm. stuff that was church, mm. stuff that I was told, stuff that people said. Um, yeah, I did get backlash because you know some people were like, you know, because when we were going through the transition of my music, essentially we had taken my music down for just briefly because we were trying to figure out, okay, what do we want to do here? What direction are we trying to go in? And, you know, when you are making a change like that, because it's, you know, it's, you know, gospel and Christian. And I, and I, and to be honest, I never necessarily called myself gospel necessarily. I'm, I would say I'm more CCM, 
Um, but I would say I, I sing the gospel, right? Um, yeah. Because I just know there's different um, styles of me, styles of singing gospel. And so for me, I know that I don't necessarily fit in that style of traditional gospel. Um, I admire it, uh, but I would say I'm more, I was more a CCM contemporary Christian at the time. Now I'm just pop R&B. Um, so I did have people say, like, I had someone reach out to my team and was like, oh my gosh, like, just because you left God doesn't mean you have to take your music down. I was like, what? What? <laughs> yeah, because, um, and you know, because I Will Praise Your Name is a favorite of a lot of people's. And so we were like, we'll just, we'll put that one back up. We weren't trying to offend anyone. We were just trying to figure out what to do. Um, and so, you know, we, we ended up putting, you know, my music back up there and I just had decided, hey, like, I'm just going to write from where I am now. And so people will be listening to my Spotify and they'll hear like, move your body, shake your body. And then it's like, I will praise your name. <laughs> Right. I was in Houston and this Uber driver was listening to my music and it was so funny because it literally switched on him. Like he had tonight. <laughs> and then it was like coming in with, um, uh, what was it? What was it? Uh, I, I'm trying to get to heaven and running my race. And he, he was kind of like, he looked at like, me. Wait a minute. <laughs> Right. I right. thought I had this on a gospel. I thought I had this on an R and B station. Right. Gospel. Right. And then it went back to you said number nine. Then it went back to it's not over. Then it went back to I'll praise your name. This is where I stand. Then it went back to just, it was so <laughs> funny, like to time. And so um I chuckled about that because I said, you know what? Like that's me. You know, that's yeah. me. And so I had to just pretty much say, like, hey, like. You guys, this this is me. This is where I'm at. So I'm not ashamed of who I am. Of course, that's music I created. And I love Jesus. I'm not ashamed of that. But I also understand that I gotta I gotta do what I'm supposed to do here. And that's great music for everyone. That's to touch everybody's life. That's to respect and accept everyone, um, no matter where they come from, no matter where they are, who they are. Um, and I can't be put in a box and also in a box that didn't quite receive me. You know what I'm saying? Because if I can be transparent, I wasn't really received in the Christian community, music community. I just wasn't. And I and I served for many years. I sang in a lot of churches a lot of time, a lot of money spent, like mm -hmm. zero support, because mm. unfortunately, let's be honest, um, I, I don't know uh, what, what that is. I think, you know, and I've had other artists reach out to me and be like, hey, does it feel like sometimes the Christian music industry and gospel music industry doesn't support their own? And I think so. Yeah, absolutely. And mm -hmm. being a person that is a witness of that. So I say, you know what? No, I'm not going to keep um, blocking myself off the rest of the world for a genre that doesn't accept me. And at the same time, they, they don't, don't need, time, they don't, they don't, right. And they don't need me because there's people out there who need me, you know, and also too, you know, in the Christian community and the gospel music community, people have their favorites, you know what I mean? So for me, and I don't say that in a shady way, but I'm just saying it is what it is. And so I had to accept that I don't have favor in that world and that's okay. That's okay. Mm -hmm. And if one day, if one day God says, Hey, like, I do want so you to have favor great but at this point i don't i don't really see it i mean if anyone ever calls me and says hey we want to hear i'll praise your name i will come and sing it because i'm that's you know hey like that's I'm still where your heart is but right right but at the same time i am pop r&b at this point so i'm a mainstream at this point so yeah so do you feel like that was the smartest move for you do you feel like you're getting more support from the pop r&b than you did the mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Um, definitely. I mean, I've seen it in my numbers. I've seen it in just people feeling like, you know, 
they're able to relate and you know and, and i've had people who listen to my other music and they were like hey like i love you i love your music regardless so whether you're you know moving your body or whether you're singing about you said or loyalty or whatever i'm listening to all your music and when my team and i look back That's at me. i'm listening to everything I'm, i see you and i appreciate you so much it's funny because my team we sit down and we look at the the different um cities and we look at the different areas and the different streams and so it's funny because like i'll have uh, you said pop in and then I will praise your name. We pop in right next to it. And it's like, you know, I, it's one of those things where you just don't have any control over that. People are going to connect with what they connect with, but I definitely feel more support now that I am, um, pop R and B genre. I do oh, yeah. for sure. So y'all, y'all been hearing about move your body. So let me give y'all a little sneak peek of that. Now you guys have to do this. I have a challenge. He showed the yes, video earlier. I'm gonna have guys. to do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Are you gonna do it? Do it. Hey. Hi guys. Hey. Ready guys? Yeah, this song is fire. I love this song. Y'all want to hear more? Y'all got to download that song to get more of that. Man, that song right there is a hit. Thank you. Thank you, little bro. Like, dead serious. Like, that is a hit for real. Thank you. And you got to do that challenge. I I got you. I got you. I will. I promise. I will. I promise. So my next question to you, I got two more questions for you. Okay. Bring it on. How do you manage? I know that you said that uh, you still love God. Yeah. But you're in the pop and R&B world. So how mm-hmm. do you find that balance of not letting the pop and R&B world take control over you? How do you do it? Well, that's a great question. I think that if I can just put it plainly, you know, I, I'm an individual person, right? And there are some decisions that I've made for my life. Mm-hmm. There are some personal decisions that I made for my life and how I'm going to live my life. And so what I do is, and it's, and it's a constant learning because you have to learn to be in situations and places, but not lose sight of who you are. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? That's so that's, so for me, I always have to take it back to a personal thing. You know what I'm saying? Even when you talk about like even relationships, like I'll have certain men talk to me and it's like tempting. Cause I'm like, Oh, he's, Hey, he's fine. But then everything else is just 
totally contrary to the way I've decided to live my life. And so you, I have a decision. I can keep talking to him <laughs> and get off track for the things I've decided, or I can be like, hey, you're awesome. I'm a head out. Right. So the thing is that you can be in certain environments, atmosphere, and it be lit and it be fun and it be amazing. And you make your mark. You do what you've been put there to do. But you have to not lose sight of who you are. And I know you know what I'm talking about when I say that. Um, Ooh, and it's a personal man. decision, a personal choice. Um, and you have to keep reminding yourself of that choice every single time. So when I find myself in a situation, the places I'm constantly going back to the decision that I made for my life 11 years ago. Right. And I keep bringing myself back, bringing myself back because that decision has nothing to do with anybody else. So if I go into certain environments, I can't allow you. I'll, I'll hang. I'll be there. I'll have fun. All those things. But I can't allow your decisions for your life to affect yeah. the decisions for my life. Right. 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 But it's lit, you though. You in the world, but you're not of the world. Right. Like you got to be that light in a dark place. Yeah. Totally yeah. understand that. Absolutely. Totally. And I let everybody be who they are. You know what I'm saying? I let exactly. everybody. Be I don't want to change you. Like, yeah. don't try to change up just because I'm around. Because I'm no. I'm just a vessel that God is using. So it's like I have no heaven or hell to put you in. So it's like don't yeah. try to change up just because I'm around. Like, if right, right. that's what you do, do you? But don't think that I'm gonna do it as well. Right. I mean, and, and it's cool. And, I, and again, I think that's how we have to live our life. You know, it's really a personal choice how you decide to, to live your life. And I think if people would live and let other people live, I think we'd have a lot more, you know, positive things going on because you can't make a decision for somebody else. You can only control yourself and your life and what you want to do and what you choose mm -hmm. to do. But you can have friends from all backgrounds. You can you can be connected with all different kinds of people who have different beliefs who do different things than you do. Um, but you also have to have limits for yourself of what you're going to um, expose yourself to and not vice versa. And again, that's not even something that you have to broadcast. You just make that decision. Hey, you're going to stay going to head out, you know? And I think that's kind of the issue that we have is people are like, have to make a big thing. Like, I'm not going to do this and I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be here and do that. Hey, like just, Hey, just do you. Do you when I'm with my friends and you know there's alcohol there? Hey, I they they're totally cool. They're like, hey, like, and I'm like, hey, baby, do your thing. I'm gonna drink my Dr. Pepper and my Red Bull is my turn up. <laughs> so exactly. you know, and I'm and I have fun. I'm I think I'm a super fun person, just as I am, and I love having fun with everybody. So yeah. Exactly. So last question that I have for you would be what advice would you give somebody that is wanting to get into the field that you are doing as far as singing, as far as modeling, all of that? Now, if y'all want to hear about a modeling, you have to go back to the previous interview because this was not about her modeling tonight. This is about her music tonight. Yes, yes. Um, you know, my advice to anyone wanting to get in this industry, whether it's music, whether it's just like our, like my bro said, you know, modeling or any type of industry, I would say research, study, but also follow favor. So like, don't continue in um, places where you don't have favor. Now, that doesn't mean that you won't get opposition because there are times to push forth because you know it's a block trying to stop you from going forth and you know without a shadow of doubt that you were meant to be there. I'm not talking about that. I'm saying that if you legitimately are in a place 
and you do not have favor, do not stay there. Go where you have favor. My father always tells me, follow favor, follow favor, follow favor. Befriend people who you have favor with. Network, connect, follow favor. That's my biggest advice to anybody. You don't have a bunch of years to waste with people and industries and organizations that, um, that really, hey, like that don't, that aren't there for you. You know, and I think that what's important is that remembering that your your steps are ordered. You know what I'm saying? Your steps are tailor made. And so for me, I've had to learn that, that, hey, like even right now, I have stuff happening for me in my life that I'm just still kind of like blown away because like <laughs> I got home with my pageant in June and, um, you know, and there was so much things that happened and I got home. It was, you know, a heartbreaking um, experience. I got home and literally I was down with COVID. My family was sick. And it's like, all of a sudden, like God just started opening doors, like just opening doors for me. And I just, in one opened up another door, this door opened, that door opened and people were just reaching out to me for things. And I was like, God, what are you doing? And then like, I just had an opportunity yesterday that opened a door for another opportunity for me. And so I literally, and I just, there's nothing, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't even, and it's funny because when I was doing the genre that I was doing in Christian and, um, you know, CCM, I, I, God was with me, but I think he was waiting for me too. Yeah. Yeah. He, I didn't have that favor, but I'm telling you, listen, baby, when I literally switched over that genre and I literally said, Hey, all right. And I was scared. I was. And he, things started happening. It wasn't like boom, boom, fast, but it started like the ball just started rolling because God will take his time with you as well. But things just start rolling, opening up for me and opening up for me. Same thing when I left pageantry. I'm still a pageant queen at heart, but I'm through with that for right now. And once I put that down, then things start opening up. So I'm like, okay, so I get it. That genre is not for me. And then this right now, Padre is not for me at this time. So this is where you want me. You want me doing my music in this genre and mm-hmm. you want me doing my modeling, bet, bet, right? And let me just say one thing before I forget because it came to me when you asked me is that I also always have had songs that were that I wrote about other things and I was afraid to put them out because I was like, oh my gosh, like it doesn't say Jesus or it doesn't have this or it doesn't have that. <laughs> and my mom would just look at me and she'd just be like, and I would just be like, but but they're not gonna, I didn't say Jesus like five, six, seven times. And she'd say, you know what, Alina, it's by your spirit. That's his spirit. I was like, oh. There's people that because say Jesus 10 or 12 times, but don't live it. Come and on. And so even that, says it like, everybody that cries out lord lord is not going to enter the kingdom of heaven so it's like it don't matter how many times you say his name it's about after you say his name are you living what you're saying and are preaching uh praying about are you living it well and that's the thing too and and it's another thing and i wanted to say this too because you asked you know also word of advice i will say though if you are in the christian genre the gospel genre and it's working for you stick with it you know what I'm mm. saying? If you feel like that's where God has you, you stay in that thing and you don't let up on that. But I'm going to tell you, I I was in that for a long time and it was not where I was supposed to be at. But it doesn't mean that the music that I made did not touch people's lives. It didn't mean that this, the churches and places I visited and I stood up there and maybe like 
the audience was full and like two people would worship. <laughs> yeah, I touched two people at least, right? In that yeah. audience somewhere. Yeah, um, it's like the women, the women, yeah. you touched a few. You put, I touched a few. few, but you know what? And, and, and I didn't, and I didn't know, I said, I didn't know. And I was very discouraging and I had to cry sometimes. A lot of times I did it for a long time because I was like, Lord, I love you so much. Like, why is this happening? Like, Cause that's not where I want you at. Guess what? No. That's not where I'm calling you to. That's not where I want you at. And then I had to learn all these other things. Like you're, you're a woman too. You know that you're a woman. You have feelings, you have emotions. Everything is not God and Jesus in church. It's just not. No, it's just not. You know what's so funny? People will tune in to your, to your Spotify station thinking yeah. they're going to just get R&B. But then out of nowhere they'll get away from God because of your music that you did while you was in the Christian world Years as well. Ago. So you never know whose life you are touching that came to you for the R&B and the pop side, but yeah. then God sends them a word through one of your songs that you put yeah. Well, and you know what? So, and I have to say this, bro, you know, it's actually crazy. I have a story for you real quick. My best friend, have you ever seen my best friend, Sheila, Shiman? You probably see her on Yes, my post, I think post. She, she's been on this She's been on here. That's my best friend right there. That's my sis, right? That's my best friend in the world. My sis, Sheila, that's my best, my, she's my right hand. That's my, my best friend, right? my sister. Um, so she had called me one time because she was talking to her mom on the phone, right? And she was like, and I was like, I, I was feeling discouraged, but I didn't know, like sometimes you can be discouraged and you don't realize. And, you know, so I'm sitting there, she texts me at like 10 o'clock or something. She's like, hey, so I called my mom and I heard your song playing in the back and she said i asked my mom what is what like that's my friend's song and she goes it's on the radio here all the time what and it's a song you i made like seven, seven years ago and it's called use me it's on my committed ep but like and it's so crazy because like i didn't think people were listening to that song because i would always hear about you are worthy you know or you know I'll like you're not ashamed you. I will praise your name. Like, really, I will praise your name. You are worthy and be not ashamed are like the main ones. And so when she told me that, but but if you look at it, there's no, like, evidence that I would even know that my that song is being played on a, on a radio station in California. I don't even know the name of the radio station. I have no idea. But somebody's listening. Right? <laughs> so I love you, sissy. I had to look share that. God. But that encouraged me. Look at God. So y'all, this will not be the last time that my sister will be on here. I promise y'all she will be back tomorrow. Y'all can catch the podcast at uh, midnight tonight. We will be midnight tomorrow morning. We will be dropping that podcast. This show will be on podcast starting then. Tomorrow we will be back at 7.45 p.m. Central Standard Time to Yay. wrap up. We'll talk Monday weekend. Yes. I have a powerful young woman that is going to be on it with me talking about mental health. So oh, y'all definitely tune in to that on tomorrow night. And I love y'all. And I ain't wait, 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 wait. Yes. I know you're not going to close out this, this, this interview and not talk about the spin awards. You got tonight. <laughs> you say oh something. my goodness! Look, look, look for you. Come on, man. Wrap, hey. wrap it up, y'all. This <laughs> website right down there at the bottom. Go down there and vote. Vote, vote. for him, please. Vote. I would appreciate vote, vote, it vote. if you please vote it. Vote. 
Matter of fact, I will play the commercial one more time, y'all. Well, one last good. time. Go. Hello, everyone. It's Alina L. Walker, and I'm here to tell you right now to stop what you are doing and go to the Spin Award website and vote for Real Talk Monday as the podcast of the year. And while you're at it, go ahead and vote for my dear friend and brother, James Glover III, as podcaster of the year. This podcast is so life-changing, and they have put in so much work to make a positive change. They have discussed so many wonderful topics and have dedicated their podcast and their show to uplifting and furthering others. So go ahead and go to the Spin Award website and vote the Real Talk Monday podcast as podcast of the year. And again, vote for James Glover III as podcaster of the year. I love you all, and I'll see you guys there. Bye. So once again, y'all, please vote. You have until midnight. I think it ends midnight tomorrow. It'll be over with the voting process. So please go vote. Go vote. Vote and it up. And please repost instructions too. Oh, the yes. Definitely going to post too. the instructions yeah. on how to do it. So y'all stay tuned to the Will Talk Monday page tonight. I will post the instructions on how to go vote. And y'all, we need your help. Let's wrap this up in a big way as far as the voting process. And I will see y'all on tomorrow. Love y'all. Peace. Bye. Thank you for supporting Rev JHG3 Ministry, whether it be PRL, Real Talk Monday, Godly View, or one of our many podcasts your support is greatly appreciated if you would like to be a blessing to us you can cash up dollar sign rev j h g3 ministry if you would like to inquire about booking you can email us at rev j h g3 ministry at gmail.com We thank you and have a blessed day.